Welcome to the Get Your Hopes Up podcast. This is Pastor Quint and Pastor Nicole, and we are here with week two uh, from our book, Get Your Hopes Up, 30 Days of Shifting Your Perspective. We are going to be talking today about the subject of fighting for hope. Uh, Pastor Nicole actually wrote this uh, this entire week, so she wrote the week we just ended, which was Breaking Chains, and uh, hopefully that benefited you in some great ways. So now we're going to be talking about fighting for hope and you know, what that looks like when you've broken the chains in your life and the things that have been holding you back. Um, hopefully now you're in a position where you feel ready to fight for hope in your life. And so, Pastor Nicole, uh, maybe you could talk a little bit about where you were at as you were writing these first few days, uh, days 8, 9, and 10, and just some of the different, um, the theme that kind of carries through that and everything. Yeah, so as I was just thinking through some um, scriptural characters that wrestled with hope, um, I really came to a place of studying Abraham. And he really had a lot of trouble um, in his story in the scripture. And a lot of it is found in Genesis. And um, there there are many things that, that Abram really faced. His, his given name was Abram. He was later named Abraham. Uh, and so as you kind of follow his story, he talks about some, some different things. And one of, the, one of the things that really dawned on me was, you know, the truth is, that oftentimes we feel like our faith is strongest when we have the answers to the situation or we mm-hmm. um, feel like we God has come through and now we know how everything's going to work out and our faith can feel strong in those moments. But what Abraham really shows us is that uh, the truth is there's no such thing as trusting God without unanswered questions. And really that those questions or those times of doubt that we face um, really push us to trust God because if we knew all the answers, there would be no need to trust Him. And and I think sometimes God can purposely maybe leave out some important details because He wants us to trust Him. He He wants us to know that He will make the provision, um, that He will bring us to a place of hope because He has it all under control and, and managed and He loves us so much. Um, I believe that you know God often only shows us maybe the next small step or the next step to take. Uh, in the dark parts of our lives, because the truth is, you stay very close to the person who's holding the flashlight, and you need to really have, you know, a relationship with that person. And so, kind of wrestling through some of those doubts. Doubt isn't always a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you know, as I was reading through these uh, these different days, um, what's amazing, and it's what I love about the Word of God, is that it does all tie together. When we get into week four, I'm kind of spoiling. A little bit for you, but when we get into week four, there's a, a writing I did on abiding in Him, and when you abide in Him, um, you know everything works out. God, God is ultimately calling us to rest in Him mm-hmm. more than anything else. And so, what's amazing about Abraham's story is it shows you day by day, almost or year by year, the life of a guy who, who, sh- he wrestled with that all the time. That was his up and down. I mean, it's all of our up and down. But he yeah. he wanted to rest in God, and then he felt he had every reason to doubt God. And he wanted to trust that what God said was true, and yet he was 100 and didn't have any kids yet. And so I think that that what's amazing about it is we have an example with Abraham's life of someone who lived that out, and then Jesus shows up on the scene thousands of years later mm-hmm. and says in John 15, abide in me and I in you and you will bear much fruit. Um, and so it's just the, the tie-in over the whole story is just amazing because yeah. that's that's just how how it works. Definitely. And God's word is so timeless, you mm-hmm, know, so, exactly. so all of those things are related together. Um, another thing I think Abraham really shows well is, um, when we're waiting 
for a promise mm. to be fulfilled or when we're waiting for something we know God has told us, but it just hasn't come into fruition yet. Right. You, you mentioned a few moments ago um, how they were very old uh, before they had the child that um, God promised them. And so they really come to these sort of crossroad moments where are they going to lose hope because the promise hasn't happened yet? And as I was writing this, I, I even had, you know, sort of this feeling that maybe some people that will read this or listen to this right now uh, would be in that same position where they felt like maybe God has promised them something, a situation to change, um, you know, even a child, just, just something something very significant to them. But they feel like maybe God's forgotten. And I want to encourage anyone who's reading or listening or just knows the word of God that... Um, Abraham can show it in many other examples that Mm -hmm. uh, God never breaks his promise. He always keeps them and that he is faithful and he's the author of time. And so um, even in the delay, even in the the moment where we're in the waiting, uh, we can really trust, trust God. Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest challenge, one of the biggest challenges as humans is that when we feel those promises come in, we it's so important that we don't shift our hope to the thing. Our hope still needs to be in God Hmm. and in the one who, who made the promise or the one who gave us, you know, the faith for whatever, whatever it is. And so, um, it can be so, so tempting or, or almost, it almost happens accidentally where we shift our hope from, we're so, we're so hopeful in what God is doing. And then we, we almost accidentally shift our hope into the thing that we hope God is doing. Sure. But it's so important that we keep the hope planted firmly on him and let him do the work to make the other stuff come to be in yeah. his time frame. I, I think of um, another example, Abraham, but then there's also a New Testament example, which I love how you tied it in even just a few moments ago with that other scripture passage, is in John 5, uh, the the man that sat by the pool of, mm-hmm. of Bethesda for 38 years and um, basically this, this man was sort of hanging out by this pool. Um, the story tells us that when the angel of the Lord would stir up the pool, whoever gets into the water first would be healed. Uh, but because he had some uh, difficulty moving, he sat there helpless by the pool for 38 years. Um, that's longer than both of us have been alive, yeah, Quinn. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so uh, 38 years. And, and when Jesus approaches this man, he says, do you want to get well? Which in some ways feels a little like an interesting question because clearly he's been sitting by this pool for 38 years. He he wants to get well, but I think in the, the wisdom and sovereignty of, of Jesus, he, he really sees to his heart, you know, really into his heart and realizes that this man has really lost hope that it will ever be his turn. That'll ever, you know, be his, his chance. And, um, and I think again, in the scripture, just like God taught us with Abraham, uh, Jesus is teaching us with this man that, uh, you can be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer, as Romans twelve twelve says, because God will show up on the scene, and that hope doesn't just exist uh, in heaven. It's available right here, right now, this this Sunday of April, you know, twenty eighteen. Right. Uh, that God is is available to to give us that hope. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, that's a great place to land uh, today's talk. I do want to remind you that um, as you're going through this. 
uh, there's note section in the back of the book. So as you, you know, read through the questions and answer them, you can either do them right on the page or if you need more space, there's room in the back. Um, also, you can pick up this book for $6 on Amazon.com. Uh, if you go to eriefirst.org slash hope. Um, if you're getting a lot out of this, if the, the last week has benefited you and these podcasts are helping, um, you know, maybe this would be a great gift to give someone who's a new believer or who is wondering, how can I take uh, the scriptures and apply them to my life? I just don't understand the correlation. Um, that was really our heart behind uh, putting this book together. So um, we hope you're enjoying it. And uh, you did get a couple sneak peeks of some of the topics you'll be reading on this week uh, in today's chat. But as you read through them, we hope that uh, things really permeate into your life and that you see uh, God in new ways. So have a blessed week and we will talk more next Sunday.